0: Welcome to the Good Vibes Podcast with Clark Impostato and Ryan G.
1: What's up, Brian? What's up, everybody? We're back.
0: Yeah, not even the (laughs) the crazy winter weather could keep this podcast down.
1: I know. I was a little worried about that. I'm like, oh, (laughs) do we have another way to communicate? How do we... Do I... You call in and I have you like on a little speakerphone like, Hey, everybody, here's Ryan. (laughs) Generator's (laughs) ready to go, man. Nothing's going to stop us. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you'd be a step ahead of it. You're pretty savvy with all that stuff. So, yeah, man. If I had
0: to sit in the pickup truck with the phone, we we were going to do that.
1: (laughs) It's going to happen one way or another, yeah. (laughs) 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 Just don't. uh, There's been people like doing that in their garages and dying. I'm like, well, I thought we all knew that that's a bad. Who didn't get that memo? You know what I mean? Don't run your car in a garage, you know it's it, not
0: good sadly enough they're they're not teaching that common sense stuff they're also not teaching I found out which they're
1: when we teaching were common core, not common sense
0: exactly dude they're not even teaching stop drop and roll anymore in school Can So kids are just
1: going to run around on fire <laughs> you're like, oh, going oh, run oh, around
0: oh. What do I do?
1: Oh my god. there will be some idiot like us almost fifty. Stop drop and roll, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do I do? What do I do? Yeah, yep. but that stuff was pivotal though, you know, it like was. as a kid and you always kinda like, Well, I kinda know what to do yeah. now. Or at least it was something. Now it's I don't know what they teach him how to well, install was, apps or something like If you remember,
0: it was part of phys ed. you mm. learn shit like yeah. that you learned you know some of those fundamentals of just common sense and, and what to I do I also
1: learned I had a crush on Carmen Halsey though you know there was other things Ooh. going on
0: <laughs> there was a couple times I couldn't I couldn't climb the gym rope in, in class you, you oh yeah it just like you had to stay seated it's like
1: yeah yeah not I my think turn you talked about that last time when you flip it up under your waistband <laughs> you, you have to fl- <laughs> <laughs> tuck the little soldier away somewhere like hey dude stand down <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> holy shit you can't uh,
1: handle the truth nope <laughs> <laughs> oh don't my it. god well hey uh, oh well we got an awesome guest but before we get into that we want to give hugs to our sponsor project warpath yep uh, tage is up to some big things i don't know if we can quite let the cat out of the bag not yet dude is. A mover and a shaker so i'm super excited about what he's doing i think we're going to be able to have him on soon and and uh i don't want to spoil his surprise or any announcements but i'm very excited for him i'm very excited as you are to have him as our sponsor yep please check him out at ProjectWarpath.com and then on instagram as long as that lasts (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to say that Uh, at project warpath and you can find all kinds of great stuff it's already a great company but tage is uh, a step ahead of the game and he's got some other things Absolutely. in the pipe that we're excited about which i think most of our listeners will be excited about and uh and yeah without further ado your, man. your skateboard though
0: that i yes if people haven't seen on instagram that's an awesome deck man that, that <laughs> it I is my you know hillary killed my friend
1: yeah he, he did badass. the a collaboration with tribe skates which yeah. are uh, a group of former team guys that for whatever reason, decided to make skateboards. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. All right, we're all skate that. rats inside. Oh, God, all oh all team guys were little uh, ragtag, troublesome. you know Not many of us were like the captain of the football team types. We were like that little skater punk that was hitting yeah. on your chick while you were playing football.
0: So they were wearing <laughs> Nikes and you are wearing the first edition of Airwalks. You remember? Airwalks? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Sure. Or some yeah. Chuck Taylors oh, or some yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah dude. We well, were I, the grungy kids.
0: <laughs> I think we should set up, uh, or I guess we're, we're very happy to have back someone we spoke to uh, recently. Uh, we have back uh, Marcus Torgerson. Um, and the reason why we're having them back is, uh, if you've not heard, there is a new 100 Deadly Skills book out, and this thing is badass. And, yes. and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, if you haven't uh, purchased the first two, 100 Deadly Skills by Clint Clint Emerson, uh, you definitely got to go to Amazon or your bookstore and do that. But we're excited to have Marcus because he's featured in the book, and uh, let's, let's bring the gentleman. What do you think? Yeah. All right. Let's admit. Hopefully this works. I always get nervous.
1: Uh,
2: hey Hey, hey, hey,
1: marcus (laughs) ding 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 Ding, ding, ding. all right (laughs) good hey brother
2: good to see you man good to see you handsome as always
1: yeah oh man you too. back at you man back at you (laughs) we're excited to have you back because it's a pretty big thing that's going Mm. on and we thought we got to bring you back and, and talk about it and uh and for people that might not know Clint Emerson is the only Clint that I know that's tougher than Clint Eastwood. I never thought there <laughs> would be a tougher story. Clint. You yes. got to that's a name you just don't throw around Clint. Yeah. No. You no. got you got to have a name that comes after that. You're like, "Oh, shit. Well, he's one of those guys." And for people that don't know, he wrote uh, a book he actually sent me a while ago. I don't know if the readers yep. or the viewers can see it, yep. but it's uh, it's 100 Deadly Skills which has really cool shit. In fact, every time I'm in a hotel, I still tuck the little do not disturb thing in the in the jam. Yep. That, and I always you know, take a picture and post it. And uh, there are so many little nuggets in here that no matter who you are, you're like, oh, my God. Like how to make yep. a little rifle rack with coat hangers if you're in the, yep. the third world hotel room. And, you know, yep. I mean, just amazing. How to stuff. dispose of a body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all the important true. stuff you need in your travels, whether domestic, <laughs> international. You might just be like, you know, let me let me see if there's a chapter on this one. You're like, all right, yeah. How to get rid of a dead hooker, page seventy. <laughs> all right, not bad. But three yep, options. We're yeah. excited for you because the newest edition, if, oh, if people buddy. can see, is the the combat yeah. edition.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
1: Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm going to kind of let you get into it, but if you could kind of walk us back a little bit. How did you get involved with Clint? And uh, obviously, you're a badass dude, but kind of how did this just start in a conversation? And hey, this is a project I'm working on.
3: How did this thing kick off? Well, I, and I wish Clint was here because I, I, I kind of always want to know his version of it, to be honest with you. But the version I tell is, so when I was living in Texas, and you know he's in Texas, we were at the airport at the same time. And I and I walked up to him I'm like, um, "Hello, sir." I'm uh, and he's like, "Hey, Marcus." I'm like, "All that stalking is working, man." He knows who I am. Yes. So we shook hands and we were talking. We were both going to California, and then he just said, "Hey, let me have your text." And we texted while we were on the plane just to keep in touch. We did for a little bit, and then out of nowhere, a, a while ago, he was like, "Hey, I'm doing this book, and I want you to be a part of it now." If I'm being transparent, I was just like, yeah, sure. I didn't know what the fuck he wanted. I didn't care.
2: Yeah, Clint Everson is asking yeah. me
3: to do something with him. The answer was <laughs> always yes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Marcus, I want you to be naked uh, mowing my lawn. Yes, yes. sir. Yes, let's I'm do ready. it. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Preferably not now in the snow. Now, so he sits there and he, and he kind of gives me a brief idea of what it's about. And I was like, okay, well, you just tell me when, where, why, how. Now, if you if you know the backstory to how he did this book fuck he traveled around america during the height of covid to meet the 16 guys including myself in our various parts around the states which was fucking dope so basically he would give me rundowns okay marcus you're 30 days out or i expect to be in arizona at this time and then he came and i borrowed the studios where a a magazine's made called skillset magazine and we did the interview and then we filmed the videos that are in the book. And, and I'll tell you, you know, a lot of people may find this hard to believe, but I'm always going to be really thankful to Clint for this because let's be honest, when it comes to Krav Maga or look at the legends in that fucking book. Now, Clarky, the truth is, is I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in that book. I'm just, no, I'm not. This is not false humbleness. There are, there are in America, there are some really phenomenal people. And I don't know what Clint saw or thought, but if he was willing to put his reputation on the line and put me in this book, then it's my obligation Hmm. to do the best I can to promote the book and make everybody see the value in that wonderful fucking book that you have in there. So how did it happen? I think I believe it came down to if I didn't stalk him on on the internet, he wouldn't have known (laughs) who I was. And then after meeting me, I like to think that maybe he got a good vibe from me. And boom, it just went from there.
1: Well, your your secret sauce is that you're just a a lovable, genuine, down-to-earth dude. And especially in the age of social media, you know, there's so many LARPers, so many posers, so many people to exaggerate, and then you get to know them or meet them and their life is nothing like that. But you're yeah. like me. What you see is what you get. Yeah, Whizzy week, man. I, yep. I, I could be playing guitar in my pajamas. <laughs> I could be, you know, I mean, you just don't know. But it's, it's actually what I do, which yeah. is like you. You don't, uh, you know, find some Lamborghini on the street and take a picture in front of it going, oh, rough day <laughs> driving around in my car, you know. Yeah. But I, I yeah. think that's that's the big draw to you is that you're so genuine in a sea of just fake people out there but also you do have an amazing skill set and I have been through your section in the book and what I love about you is that it's shit that works it's down and dirty like it's real it's not this fake kung fu lesson or you know a lot of these people and I'm not saying the guys in the book I'm sure they're all legit I haven't scrolled through them all but there's a lot of Combatives out there, and and it's just like holy. Even some of the stuff we did in the teams, I'm like, this is stupid, man. I mean, it's there's there's a couple basic things you can remember in a real fight: eyes, throat, and balls. You get a hold of one of (laughs) them areas, and then like you say, get out of there. Get out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Your section was so honest, down and dirty. Like this is the shit that really works, and it's also. Uh, average Joe can pick this up. It doesn't take 15 years of training to get your black belt and jujitsu that's like playing three dimensional chess, or you know, all those things are great. Yeah, what you did, what you brought to the table, I was like, That's amazing. That you did an awesome job, dude. It's practical.
3: Yeah, I got, and I gotta be honest with you. Like, so when I look at the picture, so you saw the book, right? So it's for those that when you get your copy of the book, because everyone that watches this should go buy a copy. Uh so in it I get to kick Hitler's ass, right? Like that's that's pretty fucking that's pretty epic, man. Here I am, a supporter of Israel. My family (laughs) is in Israel, and I get to kick the worst fucker on the planet's ass. (laughs) That's
1: awesome, yeah.
3: Now, so first of all, the guy who did that, Tom Mandrake, is the guy who did most of the drawings in all his previous books as well. And and I remember I asked the guy, Tom Mandrake, because I was like stalking him as well. I'm like, I think it's awesome. He goes, "Well, I just wanted to try something different. I didn't know if it would be, you know, uh, accepted or not." I'm like accepted, you got me kicking fucking Hitler's ass. You got Tony blauer <laughs> the fucking man, kicking Charlie Manson's ass. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> that's well, so awesome. That's legendary. It
1: is, yeah. But
3: when we did the videos, like. So I never, I didn't get to see what the videos were like until that it showed up on Warrior Poets Society Network. You know, they they did like a 10-part series or now, I'm sorry, 16-part series. So I never saw what it turned out like. Oh, so I have no yeah. Idea. Oh. <laughs> so when the book that you've got there, a guy from Venezuela sent me the book. And a fucking I, long story there, but he sends me the book to sign it. So while I have it. I'm about mm. to send it back in the package, so I go and take my phone over the video. I'm like, oh, shit. It works. Because yeah. much like you, Clarky, I'm a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. QR code? What? <laughs> phone? Uh... Yeah. But it's
1: easy to use. It's user-friendly. That's why I, when I was right. playing it, I thought, wow. And what a unique aspect to a yeah. book. I've never heard of that never before. been done oh,
3: never been done
1: no groundbreaking and, man and that's you know amazing I, I think we should
0: talk about that because there's two things you're bringing up that that our audience should know so one the the book is the combat edition so you know there's the original 100 deadly skills there's the yeah. there's survival the survival yeah yeah this is the combat edition um Cool thing here is what Mark is saying, fighting Hitler, but it seems like every uh badass in the book is taking on someone in history. I see a
1: dude choking Saddam out right now.
0: I wanna find out who that (laughs)
2: is.
1: Really He's joking so that's, it, be the guide pick.
0: I want to joke Saddam. So I, I yeah. think, A, that's really creative and a unique uh, aspect of the book where it's kind of like, you know, yes, you guys are teaching these ninja skills, but there's some humor to it on who you're yeah. applying to. But the second yeah. thing, what you guys has touched on, which is absolutely mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. like, why hasn't someone done this before? So what Mark <sighs> is, is talking about in Clark is there's QR codes in the book. And right there... You know, while you're reading it, you yeah. can actually scan the code and then you're actually seeing the technique visually. Now, yes. most people when they read, they'll they'll put the book down. They might have to go to a computer and do that. Yeah. So it's a disconnect from the experience. This yeah. is so brilliant where right there you just read it and then yeah. you could see it. And then yeah. right away you could go back to the book. It it you know, what did Clint share? any of that vision with you or or why yeah
3: well he did but it really was kind of like you know trying to tell me or clarky about how to fucking have our modems in a way he's no, real being, smart
1: man he's like an elon musk smart man he's creepy yeah
3: he's he, he is and he explained he's like okay and well, here's the book and we're gonna do this and there'll be videos attached i'm like so you're gonna go to the website like i didn't probe too much but yeah, yeah. he honestly and and if you've ever got a chance to spend time around Clint. Like, first of all, he's he is a fucking Elon Musk kind of guy, but he's so violent that it, he can't even like it comes out of his pores, even while he's just talking about, I don't know, let's go get a steak. And, you know, he's thinking about fucking cutting that thing up and severing <laughs> it. And, but yet he's also and I, I maybe I'm crossing lines here and forgive me, Clint, am, but he's a phenomenal father. Okay. he is he's and,
1: a kind soul as well he's he's a complicated yeah. guy man he's a lot he's, of he's he's,
3: him, man. he's layers deep and if yeah. you've read his book uh, crazy kind of uh, the right kind of crazy yeah. i learned more about clint in that than i mean it was it was phenomenal reading about the real truth his fuck-ups and he's kind of like oh this is a bad comparison forgive me guys adam brown Rest in peace, Adam Brown. That is the only book I've ever written or written read, where at the end of it, I was like, you know what? I would I would give anything to meet this man. Mm -hmm. Just that's just that Adam Brown to me is that's if I could be one pinky's worth of a man that Adam Brown was, I could die a happy guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not comparing Adam Brown to Clint, but when you scrape the layers, man, he's a he's authentic, he's transparent, he's honest. I mean, fuck. And it sounds like I'm sucking his cock and I'm not because you've met him. He's like, he's, I'm not, everybody
1: says the same thing about him. He is such a talented, he's a true Renaissance man. Anything he does, he does very well. It might be the first time he picks up a Rubik's cube. He'll solve it in like 12 seconds. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of hate you that a little it, bit. You're like, God, why are you so yeah. good at everything, man? Yeah. You can't yeah. be Michael Jordan in all categories. Yeah, which
3: <laughs> is, but this is also the reason his career went the direction that it, it is. did, right? They, because
1: they saw they, that talent, which yeah. is not that common, even in the teams, no. man. The, no. the teams, you usually like. I was really good at breaking stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's like not one less, thing, yeah. not one thing. But you get a guy like Clint. He's like good at everything it's amazing mm-hmm. so and even look at writing books yeah he's great yeah. at that yeah. i mean god yeah. everything it's i'm so yeah i'm glad you got to work with them that had to be yeah. amazing and by the way your videos were amazing too because it's not just technique videos you guys talk about it a little bit you know what i mean like why oh, really? that the hows or the whys uh, yeah so it's explained I mean, I it's not just out, it's not just uh the technique you know a lot of right. the magazines and videos I've seen, and, the, and they just do the techniques, but it, there's the why behind it isn't there. Yeah. And so it's right. very
3: well done, man. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, it's, it is one of a kind. Now, there'll probably be a thousand copycats that come out afterwards, and, and oh, good, sure, sure, he oh, yeah. set the bar, man. He set the bar yep. huge. But it, like the two other books that he has, I believe that they are for everybody. I believe all of his books are for everybody. But I can see the argument for people who are like, do I really need to know this, that, or the other? But this book is the one book where there's not one demographic, there's not one man, woman, or child that won't take something positive from one of the 16 phenomenal, I'm going to put myself in there, 16 phenomenal people that are in that book, you know? Well, what's I,
0: also I, unique, Marcus, is his his prior books was based on his experience as a as a seal, as an agency guy, and those other things. Yeah. This is his first book where he takes a cadre of experts, yeah. and yeah. and that's really cool if you think about it. Uh, you know, a hundred deadly skills, and instead of it just being about Clint, he's now he's now curated these yeah. these subject matter experts. So, yeah. This and it's is good timing, too. There's a
1: lot and of uncertainty in the world. It's great timing.
3: But if you look at his, how he's brought up official, uh, like a violent nomad, his main catch line was deed, not the glory. And it's important that that gets shined because you're really seeing him live what he's he's been promoting for a long time. It's not the Clint Emerson show anymore. It's the I need to shed light on yeah. On other people, so that the 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 amount of people that see it is a thousand fold well then,
2: mm-hmm. you know and I, I, I,
3: yeah. yeah and I think, yeah. and also like so just going, sir, I'm all over the fucking place, but <laughs> so if you read clint's book he always wanted to be a ninja like a fucking full-on ninja like oh, who master. did
1: not man i yeah. i all the shoku sogi movies oh, yeah. as a kid yes. and,
3: yeah. yeah my mom's
1: house was riddled with chinese throne stars i swear oh, to god, yeah. Yeah. Not, and, not, yeah not a
3: fan for, for your mom's like fucking party. <laughs> damn it <laughs> another hole in the wall <laughs> god damn it and he's making them out of fucking my 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 something out of metal don't, for, don't forget
0: the
1: blow guns the blow guns oh. were awesome
3: <laughs> yeah, I started
1: with pit balls, and then it was tax. Yep. You know, hey, one of the things I used to do is <laughs> she used to have her uh, pantyhose and those little plastic eggs, and yep. I would take those eggs and fill them with flour and then throw them on the ground to try nice. to get that ninja smoke. The ninja screened. smoke, yes. It never worked. It was just powder all over the kitchen floor. She hated that, so stop stealing my pantyhose eggs. I'm like, I'm making ninja stuff. I got a mission I'm going on. You know, oh, I'm a big-time ninja, man.
3: Oh, holy fuck! I might if I have a heart attack right now. Just keep it running, okay? Keep going. (laughs) So, fuck. So one of the one of the guys in the book is Stephen Hayes, the fucking first American ninja, like for real. Oh, yeah. Is 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 what he's teaching? Is it what Marcus is about? No, but one, he's a fucking legend, and what what really. Like, even Clint said in the in the TV show, he was like, I'm going to do a book on 100 Deadly Skills. How am I not going to have a ninja in it? Now, yeah, the funny yeah, part is awesome. because of his wanting to be a ninja. I don't know if he went to the extremes that Clark went to with Smashing candy <laughs> Hose, but <laughs> we'll leave that right alone. Um, but I, I just thought that was huge that you gave a man an opportunity who's a legend to come yeah. in and shed light on it. And, you know, Stephen Hayes, If you grew up in the 80s, oh yeah, oh yeah, everybody knows fucking Stephen. If you picked up a martial arts magazine in the 80s, that motherfucker was on it. Do you remember they used to have the?
0: They actually had a magazine called Ninja back the day. You remember yep. in the back you could buy the shurikens and yep. like all that
3: shit. The culture oh, yeah, yeah, all all with all Mar- the fucking lingo. Martial yeah. arts
0: was
1: huge, man. Back in the eighties, a big. Oh, I mean, yeah. I know MMA oh. and stuff is popular now, but yeah. it was just a yeah. different vibe. And it was oh, fun. Fuck, the movies and it was just yeah, such a
0: culture. Ah, yeah. oh. yeah. I'm gonna go watch American Ninja this afternoon. I, you I should have to.
3: I have. You, to. Ha- you have to. You oh, have like, to. So I'm wait, gonna watch Octagon because uh, it's got Lee Van Cleef, Chuck Norris, and show and a whole bunch of other fucking cool guys. that are doing ninja nice. shit.
1: So <laughs> nice. I gotta admit, my favorite uh, martial arts movie back in the day. Here we go. Was was The Last Dragon? Barry yeah. Gordy's oh, last. Oh my god, Dragon show was- enough. show enough. I love it. I have watched that. I still. It's on my phone. I watch it on TV. I probably watch it. At least a couple hundred do, times, and I still we, have a big crush on Vanity. I was vanity. just going to say, even
3: me, listen, <laughs> I want to keep this g-rated, okay? But don't bring up Vanity. Oh, I, know, I know, I know, I you
1: know. Started. Break but up the top top I,
3: table. I can't
1: say her name too much. It's like if I say it yeah. three times, I gotta—I'll be in the bathroom
3: for <laughs> oh, a few. minutes. Oh my, that's like handyman. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried looking in the mirror, Vanity, Vanity, Vanity. Fuck oh. Nothing. Please vanity, show bathroom. up! Oh damn, <laughs> damn
1: it. it! I'd settle for Try again tomorrow.
0: let let me ask you a a question here so you know so clint came to you and you know finally there was a realization like holy crap i'm gonna do this book and you're you're a krav expert you know practical real fighting that anyone could do how did you prepare for your chapter and and what did you really want to get across with it
3: all right so here's where i wish i could bullshit him so he came he said this is the dates we're going. I was like, fuck, okay, well, what do you want to see? And he's like, just show some stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. And, <sure. laughs> and and so the day of my friend Ben Turpak, uh, who from Skillset magazine, he drove me to the studio. He ended up being my fucking demo dummy, poor guy, didn't know what he was getting into. <laughs> and up until about two minutes before we started filming, I'm like, what the fuck do you want? He's like, I, just do stuff. So. so everything that you see in there is basically my go-to. If I had uh, four weeks or two weeks or one week with one of your kids or wives or something, I'm like, okay, here's what you need. That's you need know, a front kick, a palm heel strike, maybe an elbow. You got a sidekick. Here's a gun. Deal with it. Here's a knife. Deal with it. Here's a knife threat. threat deal with it. And a bear hug. Okay, bye.
0: That's nice. Well, that's. I think that's what makes these books, and especially this edition, it's it's. It's the practicality of it. It's it's yeah. not, you know, it's not a uh, hundred steps to get shit done. It's like one, two, three, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for example, I, you know, there's uh, the quick drawing and shooting of a handgun, in the yeah. this, where you know, obviously that can be debated, and there'd be a hundred techniques, but uh, a lot yeah. of the techniques in the book are it's meant for, like you said, you know, give it to the the kid of appropriate age, give it to your wife, yeah. give it to someone like that. It's not meant yeah. to show off on how technical you could be and, you know, badass. This is keep it simple, stupid. It It is. It's awesome.
3: And that guy, Trevor, from Shadow Systems, like, I didn't know anything about him. I knew Shadow Systems Corp. I knew Ovid, and I I like their guns and everything's cool. But when all of a sudden I'm watching him fucking go and do stuff, I'm like, and he's not teaching anything that anybody doesn't know. He's got, he. what is it? uh, Experts are people who do the basics expertly right Mm -hmm. he just his how smooth he is and does it i mean it's honestly one of the i that's one of my favorite sections and something that um, i need to check out those videos because the fun part about the tv series was clint's commentary or his just the stuff he would add in during the interview process or process I fucking piss myself. Clint's a funny fucker, man. Like he <laughs> is a, he's a, co- a comedian, like no word of a lie. Um, and I think that that's when you bring up the simplicity of things, I think that that was the main thing. He knew that you could get retarded on this sure. and really complicate the shit out of it. But then does that, Does that benefit the end user? No. So let's make it as user friendly as possible, which I think he's, I think he did a great job
0: of. I also think it says something of, of Clint in a leadership style, because one, this is his first book where he puts together all these personalities and these personalities are all experts in their own right. They come with their own bags. They come with their own egos and he's able to guide all these people towards his vision. So, you know, that's, that takes quite leadership to
3: keep, keep
0: the cadre in check. Right.
3: Yeah. 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 And I mean, when you look at, but then again, you look at the people that are in the book now, I can only speak about the people that I know, or I have interactions with. Okay. I don't know everybody, but Tony Blauer, Okay. My fellow Canadian who is an absolute legend in the personal defense industry, who's forgotten more things about fear and how to deal with violence than I'll ever fucking remember. Rich Graham, another team guy, but has a unique way of sitting there and and taking shit and making it very fucking understandable. You know what I mean? These are solid cats. as as you said established in their industries and they should come with a bunch of ego yet they don't
1: usually they don't though. guys at that level are comfortable in their own skin it's it's kind of the the wannabes that have all these you know pound their own chest and two-tone horns but the truly accomplished professionals they got nothing to prove like they know who they are they're usually pretty laid-back dudes man not always but yeah yeah
0: well that's cool about all the guys in the book because you know there's that quote and i'm going to butcher it but i'll paraphrase it you know the sign of genius is to take some complicated and present it simply
2: right yeah so, well
3: i I actually i'm going to give you the actual one because it's something i use every single go. day einstein said that if you can't explain something simply you don't understand it sure
1: that's in, in, so but, true i saw that in the farms industry man i got when i was at black tree i was working with john badon who's who's really good at combatives and we were trying to come up with these different courses we could train people with. And then we kind of similar to what you guys did with this, the video aspect of it anyway, we thought, look, yeah. if we're going to make a video, like if someone comes here to train, we can get into the nitty gritty. But if you're going to yeah. blast a 60 second video on Instagram, yeah. what, do you, what do you get into? So we would really break it down to like, we're just going to focus on coming out of the holster and yeah. getting your hit. And then maybe the next video, we just work on magazine changes. Maybe another video, some little bit of movement or multiple targets. But just kind of isolating it like you guys did. it by a technique, you get a little snippet. Because I've seen these videos where guys go into these monologues Mm. and you're just like, it's a video, dude. How much are you going to get out of it unless it's a technique like you that sniff the armpit i love that that but that's the stuff you remember yeah yeah and you will do the technique effectively because you remember that little nugget sits in your head and i thought that's brilliant that's the same type of terminology that i would use because people remember that stuff
3: yeah right yeah, to keep it I mean, again, everybody learns differently. Like some people learn by reading, some people learn audibly, some people are tactile. Mm-hmm. I'm a tactile learner. Yeah. Some people learn from, you know, how they how they have to read it over and over and over. So, the best type of teaching is the way that you can access as many of those different styles of learning possible. And this book literally takes care of all of that, which I think again is is rare. It's, it's almost never been done. Yeah,
2: <clears throat>
1: it's very yeah. unique. I've never seen a book like this. It was actually yeah. a mind blower. Like, holy cow! It's different than his other books. I mean, oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. holy cow! Man, it's on yeah. another level. Yeah.
3: yeah. Who? Hey, who choked out Saddam?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I see it on the cover here. I'm gonna find out though. Yeah, I,
3: find out because I'm. I want to go cover. and read. Yeah. I want to find out who that is and, uh, and and reach out to them and be like, brother, you fucking got to choke out Saddam. That's awesome. Well, um, it, was it Tom Satterly?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> it should have been, yeah. Hey, hey, Tom, was it you?
2: <laughs> I got to see who
0: choked um Oh, my God. No, but uh, again, like, uh, Clark's looking for that. It. it the, again, the dynamics where you have special operators, you have a martial artist, professional fighters, but the, even there's an outlaw biker, you know. So it it it's just it's so cool because if if you think of Clint as a as a manager of a team, right? So yep. you're you're looking yes. for talent, the best talent to field to win yeah. a game. In this yep. case, he's trying to field something and prepare his readers for battle of the different yes. type of battles you would encounter. And it's just so cool because it's like, this is not all special operators or or military, you know, this is, this has regular people, exactly civilians, military, et cetera. And I I think for Clint to recognize that skill sets go beyond borders of either government training is, is, says a lot about him, you know?
3: Well, it's in very much, in very, a lot of ways. If you ever watch basketball, which I watched a little bit of it, but Phil Jackson, okay he took the he took the bulls nothing but egos takes the lakers nothing but egos and he's able to sit there and and have everybody rule um go in in a in a cohesive way uh i again everyone people listening to this are gonna be like marcus okay you're in the book you don't need to suck his dick anymore but i have to bring shed light like you are on on really outstanding behavior and leadership, which is lacking in our current society. And I think everybody should learn from that in what, again, the deed, not the glory, make the big picture. Let's talk about the big picture, not me as an individual. I think that the world could fucking use a lot better. We'd be a lot better if more people followed suit.
0: No, exactly. Now, why do you think, um, did he ever ask you or do you guys ever get in the discussion why he felt that Krav Maga was important? for his readers
3: um I didn't ask him um but I've heard I've heard him speak about other things with regards to combatos and that the fact that Krav Maga is just so simple it's so idiot proof um that for him it 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 makes it easier for the end user to be able to digest the information and if you watch any of the stuff that he's done I mean even when he does his other shows on how to be a spy or or when he does gear, uh, gear reviews, his explanations, he knows that the end user isn't going to be fucking brilliant like Clint Emerson. They're going to be fucking morons. So I'm going to explain it in a way where a moron can understand it, not feel stupid about it, mm-hmm. and learn the information. And that's what I know he sees that as Krav Maga, because that's all Krav Maga is. Be able to take compl- complicated movements, simplify them so the end user can do it. Well, and it's like also
1: that. known worldwide and it's directly associated with the IDF and and it's right. actually been used. You know, it's mm-hmm. not one of these backyard ninja guys doing backflips no. with dump chucks. Like it's tried and true form that <laughs> yeah uh an entire known military's <laughs> thrived on. So yeah, I mean that's yeah a, a brilliant yeah. move to put that in. Yeah. By the yeah. way, uh pat mack for the win on the saddam joke. Fuck
3: yeah oh my <laughs> god poopy pants <laughs> all right so did either of you guys any chance see the uh video promo for the book did any of you guys no. see it We're okay, so, no. okay so it's uh elevator music right elevator music and then the Whoever edited it needs a fucking Oscar. And they put all these ah, woo, ah, of everyone doing some kind of movie. And Pat <laughs> Mack is the fucking most animated, awesome guy on the planet. He's like, and he's upset. You know why? Because he's poopy pants, because he got his, just got his ass kicked. <laughs> Fuck. Man, <laughs> you know, I would like to be around Pat Mack. And I don't like, I, obviously, I'd like to learn from him, but I would rather just sit back and grab a meal and listen to that guy, because he has got fucking a plethora of one-liners <laughs> that are phenomenal uh, he's he also another
1: fan. guy that's highly intelligent like you oh, look yeah. at him and you think this is a caveman looking dude no nope. that's a renaissance he talk man to him, right he's oh, yeah, highly he intelligent which yeah. is is a common trait i've noticed with people from his unit they're yeah. highly yeah intelligent which i'm glad that my unit found a place for stupid people (laughs) like oh no we still have a job for you bro you don't gotta be smart. You gotta carry this stupid machine gun
3: (laughs) and break everything in your back everything
1: that's all you got it i'm like thank god because if i had tried to get to that unit be like you actually gotta know shit oh my god yeah
3: yeah and you know what's funny is i want you if you look at at what he does and stuff he'll he'll draw a fucking bird like like not just me yeah, and he does, fund, yeah he's an artist yeah I mean, he's an artist and he yeah. plants shit and he, he does yeah. and he shares, and I love the way that he is about his wife like that's yeah. the one thing that I look at for real leadership is how do they treat their spouse Sure. do
1: they oh, show their absolutely. spouse
3: and now maybe their spouse is a fucking CEO next Tuesday, and so they don't do it. I get it. But yeah. for the most part, if you want real completion in your life, yeah, having a partner is it. And the fact that he shows his wife, Rebecca, I think that's her name. I feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong, Rebecca, but,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, he he puts her on a fucking pedestal and treats her like the queen yeah. she is. And she does the same for him. And really, that's that speaks volumes about him. Well, Tony Blower, Tony and his wife, Jesse. Same thing. Like, it's just and that and Clarky, to be honest with you, I love the way that you shine light on your wife as well, because. Oh, she I'm blessed.
1: Oh, for I'd be, I'd be absolute a mess without her. So yeah, I well, love her. And yes.
3: yeah, and you're you're not an easy man to love. You guys. No, are- no, <laughs> I'm not.
1: I'm a I'm a train wreck in progress, man. <laughs> well,
3: yeah, yeah, but yeah, not not like before though. You're you're no, you I'm, no. A
1: much better place. That's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, especially with my daughter moving in, man. I uh, can That's I've really told. dialed me in, man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see anything with her, my heart. Uh, uh, oh yeah and... yeah she's
1: she's yeah. got me by the puppet strings man my daughter's got me man <laughs>
3: thank god for your wife then
2: yeah.
0: yes <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah. so marcus yeah. let me ask you another question so um you're you're a perpetual student um you yeah. worked with this you know uh awesome uh team of guys uh you yeah. know the cadre was there anything in the book that you kind of looked at and said you know what i i learned something this is really cool oh yeah yeah Oh yeah. uh
2: yeah.
3: i i had yeah uh Tony Jeffries, the boxing uh, guy in there, really kind of just the way that he – I mean, I've been throwing hands for 40 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but sometimes being able to articulate it is is a little different. So Tony Jeffries was one. Um, uh, Trevor from uh, Shadow Corp. Tony Blower, huge. Um, Dom Russell, you know, oh, I'm dumb, watching yeah. some of the stuff. And how he – i I understood why you do it but the way that he was able to explain kind of like a little behind, pull the curtain back and, and, and explain the, the nuts and bolts of it really just kind of like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. I never even thought about that. Um, so there's, there's a lot of people in that book, like there's a pro knife thrower, Jason Johnson. Now I already had him in my school, uh, teaching a seminar. I'm very familiar with how to throw a knife from him, but just seeing, hearing, you know, understanding and having it for me in a picture form because I've experienced the receiving end of that knife from him and I've, I've I've learned from him, but to see it in a in a in a picture form was educational. So yeah, man, I I mean I haven't been able to scope through the whole book yet. You but- know who
1: surprised me was Zoltan. I'm like, no, what oh, a rock star? Hey, and then I'm yeah. like,
3: holy shit, he's legit, man. And and no word of lie, like I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of people, but because I, I, I travel internationally, languages are not a problem for me. Like listening to languages and, and because I'm fucking partially deaf, reading lips is is a is a, a huge fruit thing for me. So when he's speaking, that man, first of all, is no joke. When it comes to shit like judo or jutsu, yeah. he's yeah. no fucking joke. You can't say shit. He's the yeah. fucking man. Yeah. But he's a way of articulating it and moving it. Because of the language barrier he uses very simple words and mm-hmm. so I'm a fucking idiot that spoke volumes to me I don't need it's already complicated because it's chess so he yeah. took chess put it into checkers and made me fucking That's uh good. understand that's a solid cat right there. Zoltan. Yeah. There's a fucking guy. Very like surprising.
1: Like he's obviously super accomplished in the rock and roll industry. Yeah. Then to find out he's a badass. Like, holy yeah. shit. How, he's yeah. another one of them guys. You can't be Michael Jordan in every category. Damn yeah, it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Good awesome gosh. businessman. Okay, yeah. Let's be honest, the guy fucking makes oh, the bank. Big time. You know? He's real yeah. smart, man. Yeah.
0: yeah. Geez, Something man. for us yeah. to do. Come on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> And
3: you know what I love about him? Not to go on a rant too much about Zoltan, but as an immigrant, and he's an immigrant, he loves this country. And the fact that I I, him, him, and Johnny Walker, two fucking guys that and I met Johnny, so it's a different story. But Johnny Walker is a fucking American, he's so American, he makes Americans fucking not even be American. And Zoltan appreciates the fuck out of this country. Zoltan's very
1: patriotic, where he came from and that he is the American dream. You know, it was a quick Zoltan thing. So I also follow Ivan Moody, the lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch. They were filming a video in L.A. and and Ivan was pissed. Ivan said that, that in the midst of this video they were filming, Zoltan's holding an American flag and some fucker drives by in a Jeep and goes, fuck your flag. What? Bolton just stood there. Well, you know, all the liberals in yeah, L.A. Yeah. Wow. You know, now it's a racist yeah. flag. That flag yeah. right behind me. Yeah, the bad one. Yeah. And so... Ivan Moody went on this tangent about how dare this, mate. Is old Tanzan most American? He came yeah. poor from this country and this and that. And yeah, the way he's worked his way up in business and music and all this stuff. But yeah. the way that Ivan Moody put it, I felt so bad. Like, God, why do we shit on people for that? You know, it's yeah. just he's more American than any fucking American I know. Yeah, yeah. Some, some up. American quote unquote is going to drive yeah. by and say, fuck your flag. Like,
0: yeah. Doesn't he have his uh, own AR-15 company too now,
3: doesn't he? something like that i don't know does he know. does he i would I, I honestly don't know. i wouldn't be surprised oh uh, yeah that guy well he's big to he, fire yeah.
1: he's he's busy dude he's got his hands in a lot of cookie jars he's smart yeah, he does i uh, see yeah. i would just be the dumb rock and roll kind of motley Crue dude man i'd be doing drugs fucking <laughs> yeah. banging chicks like oh wait we're <laughs> there's supposed nothing to- wrong with motley crew <laughs> god damn it no, no oh, what i think from- of rock stars but they've yeah. evolved they're business
2: you're totally
1: vince neil you're booze and drugging porn you're filming porn i would just yep. be a mess yep. for sure yeah. he, i don't know how he does it because he's just a good dude to be in yeah. that industry and the industry's evolved i think from back yeah. in the 80s and 70s yeah. and 80s. but i would have been yeah. like hanging out with ozzy osborne for sure
3: Fuck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's snorting ants that's yeah Lord. exactly i would have oh, ozzy
1: ozzy's Osbourne. doing it i'm gonna <laughs> snort something i'm gonna snort a caterpillar i whatever i was trying to one-up somebody you know yeah
0: <laughs> Now these the the books now, Marcus. Um, obviously you could get them on Amazon. You could, yeah, I'm sure they're at Barnes and Noble or yeah, and shit, Walmart. And, and oh, really, Walmart? Awesome. Yep. Um, oh, nice. I, at the website, I'm checked out. Uh, maybe I should and answer my own question. But does does uh, Clint sell them as a, a package yet? Um, all no, free?
3: not that I know of. Um, I know he was going to grab a bunch and then like have them signed and then Mm -hmm. you could order them. Um, but the, I would say the the 99% of it would be off of those three, uh, those three platforms. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 He's
0: did he, did Clint share any things that he has up his sleeves in the future or, you know, is it,
3: you know, Hey man, I know where I am in the food chain that's okay He's, yeah yeah yeah. even if i asked even if i was like hey so what's going on next he'd either either just tell me to fuck off or be like oh you know a little this a little that i mean i mean that guy keeps his shit tight to his chest. you know it'll be
1: something spectacular especially oh, we set the bar this high with an interactive yeah. book of you know what? Yeah.
0: well we were we were talking before uh we went live you know and we were Somewhat jesting, but not jesting, talking about what what happens here recently in Texas with the the weather yeah. and, and prepping things like this. So the the really cool thing I I think about uh, his books and this one has to go in it too is these are the books you want in your your bug out bags your your yeah. survival bags. These are yeah. these are hand books. These are guides. Yeah. These are field yeah. guides. And that's yeah. what's so amazing about these books. I, not only do you read them and then you could practice some of these new trades, but these, you don't keep these books on your bookshelf. These no. should be in your And truck. they're ruggedized
1: too. They yeah. won't get torn up the covers and everything. Oh, yeah. They're, they're weatherproof. Yeah. Every time I travel, I throw them in my, my suitcase. And cause usually I have a little extra downtime when I'm away. And of so course. that's yeah. when I'm like, Hey, now that I'm away, I'm going to kind of brush up on some stuff maybe I've forgotten about. And these are great, yeah. great for yeah. that. In the way, the, the size of them's perfect. They're not too yeah. big, not too small. So yeah. Yeah, I recommend no, uh, to everybody to grab them. Everybody. Everybody. And that's
3: and that, again, that's fuck, man. Be your own protection, right? Nobody's coming to save you. Everybody uses these words. And then when they have an opportunity for, like, these books, oh, yeah, no, no, I don't need them. I'm, I'm good. I, uh, I, I, I I know how to fucking... Make you my know. own garden and rainwater and hey man, there's there's so many things in there that you couldn't possibly if you had to go through those books and use all of that shit you've had a fucked up life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You're living in a Terminator movie or something. Yeah, you
3: know? fuck. Yeah. No <laughs> or, shit. So or I, there's I snow in strong. Texas, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah.
1: I tell you, you know, the way I approach this book when I travel is kind of fun. I call it roulette is I'll just grab the book and then just spin it and stop. And that's the skill that I'm learning for the day. And I do that yeah. every day that I travel. That's the game I play with myself because there's so much in there. You get oh, sucked yeah. into reading it. So then I just learned, I'm just going to roulette. Bam. All right. Whatever this is, how to make yeah. ballistic plates out of tiles from your hotel floor room or whatever. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Use a phone book for this. Well, it's just like so how to make awesome.
3: Ninja smoke bombs out of Easter eggs. Ooh, from yeah. anyway. <laughs> Yes. Well, you know, what's also, I'll have my
1: own edition, kind of the silly edition, but a hundred kind of useful skills. (laughs) What's cool about this too,
0: and Marcus, and and it'd be interesting to get your perspective to talk on this too, is, you know, the IDF, it's mandatory two years to serve your country in the military, which I think is, I think, you know, I think we should do as personal opinion. Um, yeah. I think every person should, should serve, uh, to learn, yeah. learn skills. Um, you know, it's kind of cool because the, the people in the IDF, they, they learn, I would say beyond basic skills of, of Americans. So at, at the very right. least, you know, if you are looking to protect yourself, looking to protect your family, learning to grow your skill base, you know, we're not joining a, a military for two years and getting those basic skills. So really people should be looking for books like this seeking knowledge on how to build your foundation because yeah. most Americans are not building any type of foundation of these skill no. sets.
3: No, they're not. And the, the worst part is, is the bad guys, first of all, the bad guys have access to information just like us, right? So <laughs> let's be honest. And what frustrates me is that there's bad guys that are reading that book right now, right now, and up in their IQ mm. and knowing full well that the sheep, are not doing it. So you don't even like it wasn't a fair fight before, but now it's really not a fair fight because you're not investing in your own education, empowerment, and protection. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? You you've got, it's COVID and I'm locked in. You've got fuck all to do. So instead of eating those fucking Doritos, uh, no, I like Doritos, never mind. Eating fucking some kind of fucking DoorDash, why don't you get up off your fat ass? Go mm-hmm. read read something practice it and better yet bring in your loved ones and your children and make a family event out of it so you're breaking the breaking the the chain right i'm fixing myself i'm helping my wife and my kids who are going to be type one diabetics because i'm a lazy shit i'm breaking that cycle and they're seeing that there's benefit to protection which then spills off into fitness which spills off into mental uh uh, strength in your mind yep come on man it's it's, outside yeah fuck yeah You have no reason, wear your fucking mask, go outside, go to a kid's park and practice some fucking moves. Well, you
0: you just said something interesting because I I never even thought about that as a father, you know, but if you think about it, the, you know, the Boy Scouts are dead, you know, they killed that organization. So and we, you know, I I know Clark and I went through it and, you know, I, you know, I don't know if you went through it, but it's like, You, you learn some of these basic school skills, just even in his survival book. But, you know, it's talk up to about, the head
1: of the household nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Now
0: think yeah. about it. that's Talk about it. You know, here's an activity, fathers out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Go take your daughter. Go take your son. Go yeah. through this book or any yeah. of the books. Do these activities because they're laid out. I mean, and yeah. it's, it's fun fruit. as all heck. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a yeah. great point. You're right.
1: Hey, Marcus, yeah. I wanted to highlight something, too. What's up? I used to get a little splashback when I was doing my firearms videos. People would say, Yeah, but now the bad guys can watch these videos and learn. And what I used to tell people is most bad guys are shitheads. They're not going to spend six hours yeah. a day going over yeah. technique. So, yes, the information's out there, but yeah, what separates right. the good guys from the bad guys yeah. is, is what should separate them is that the good guys are going to put in the work. Yeah. You're going to put in the two hours a day, six hours a day, depending on your scenario and where yeah. you're at. If yeah. you put in more time, the bad yeah. guys aren't dedicated. Most of them, that's why they're burglars or that's why they steal purses. They're shitheads because they don't want to yeah. get yeah. a job and be disciplined. Yeah. And so, yep. yes, this information's out there. I saw that in the Middle East. People were yeah. pissed off like, well, you're training Iraqis. You've given them the playbook. Yes, yeah. but they never want to train. Yeah. And they're only so, there because yeah. they're related to someone important. They're not some poor kid from Colorado that dreamed of being a SEAL and who's going to do buds yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And do extra shit on my downtime and my weekends. So that's what yeah. makes a difference. Is yes, this yeah. information's out there for everybody. But rest assured, most shitheads aren't dedicated no. to learning a craft. So as the individual, you have to be dedicated to learn that craft. Yeah. If you're gonna pick yeah. up these books, you know I always call it the brown belt syndrome. Don't learn just enough to hurt yourself. Like you really yeah. have to yeah. go further with it yeah and 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 this hopefully would spark some people maybe to take some in-person training (laughs) and whatever style of of yeah. combatives that you like, because everyone, yeah. some people are strikers, some people are grapplers, yeah. some people love it all, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and one thing that you do very well is you're able to teach. You said you've taught handicapped people, you've yeah. taught elderly people. Yeah. It, there, There is no one you can't teach. No. And so that's, there's people like you out there. Maybe it's intimidating to go to a BJJ gym, you know, super yeah. crazy mega gym is intimidating, yeah. Yeah. but there's people like you out there and through these books People can slowly start to get pulled into that culture of, of, you know, self-prepared. I I agree
3: a thousand percent. And something to to add on to that is the minute that you invest time in your fitness, in your development mentally and your self-protection, you change what you give out to the universe. Meaning, so I'm a predator. I'm a guy who's going to kick your ass. And I'm looking at four guys with four women, four anybody. I'm like, okay, Easy. I'm not sure, a pain in the ass, easy. So the oh, pain yeah. in the ass, and I'm not sure, are already gone. Yep. So be that person that's just a pain in the ass or just a problem. You give off the vibe that you're more, more trouble than you're worth because there's yeah, more than enough fucking easy yep. targets.
1: Oh, no, they're cowards. So, Most bad guys are cowards. They're going to pick oh, yeah, the easy yeah, yeah, target. If they yeah. see me, you, and Ryan walking out of yeah. a movie theater and we're confident, we're happen. looking around, but then yeah. you get, you know, Three little dopey teenagers, kind of on yeah.
2: their phones, yeah, balls on
1: the phone. You know? Yeah, you yeah. also yeah. highlighted something that I I really preached a lot was people will say, well, what's the most important component of surviving a critical incident? And I would say fitness. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of look at you like it's not handgun, it's not learning yeah. to punch. I said, listen, there's two things most people do in an oh shit scenario. It's the fight or flight. Yeah, it takes fitness. To successfully do both. So if there's an active shooter at your school and you decide to run from it, there has to be a level of fitness because what if that attacker decides to pursue you?
3: Yeah, Someone's chasing
1: you down an alleyway. You need to hop walls, whatever it is. Or you decide to stand your ground and fight the dude. Obviously, you're going to gas out in fucking 10 seconds. So fitness... Is, is a, To a me, the most important part, yeah. it's the foundation that all this other stuff, because you don't know how long that scenario is going to play out. You could be running yeah. for someone. Let's say you're a college student getting chased through a parking lot, trying to get back to yeah. your dorm or something. Yeah. If yeah. You can't yeah. Run, if you can't hop over, you should be able to pull yourself up over a six foot wall. You should be able to, yeah. whatever you got to do to survive or yeah. help yeah. somebody else. Fitness, yeah. fitness, fitness is to me, yeah. foundation of all this stuff.
3: Yeah, If you point. can't drag somebody 10 feet.
1: Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. And you don't That's have to be problem. an Olympian athlete, but there Fuck are No, basic, You're going to blow
3: a fucking hammy doing it. But at yep. least you saved a life and you didn't yeah, stare absolutely. at it and film it on your fucking phone. No. Um, you know, this book, the one thing about this book for those that are, are like, well, this, I don't know if this is me or not, or, or, or I don't know if this book is for me. Everybody's gone to a buffet. Everybody everybody's gone to buffets. Some buffets are better than others, but at the end of the day, you go to buffet, right? You're like, yes, yes, no, maybe. And mm-hmm. they try it, you're like, I, don't, I didn't like it, or I tried it and I did like it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you had options. This mm-hmm. book is nothing more than a buffet for you to look at and safely try, as you said. Try it out and then maybe you can go take classes. Great point. You know, I look at Zoltan's fucking uh, uh, takedowns and stuff. I'm like, ah, fuck, you know what? I, Yeah, jujitsu. do I really want to try it oh you know what I'll give it a shot play with my wife or a friend or whatever uh, and maybe once it opens up maybe I will go give it a shot you're safe in your environment I'm in my home and I got these videos and I got this book I can try everything I need to try without feeling like I'm going to look like an idiot which I'm going to look like an idiot because I'm brand new at it yeah and then the world opens up COVID magically disappears and now I'm allowed to go to train oh I got four four different systems here and they're relatively close. I'm going to go try them out. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a no-win-fucking-or-no-lose situation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But in in most combatives' communities... Like you said, they know you're gonna suck in the beginning. It's not yeah. as intimidating as you think. Now, if you end up at the Cobra Kai dojo, you should probably go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. But most yeah. <laughs> most families of whether they're jujitsu gyms or UFC gyms or wherever you may go, yeah. they're usually very welcoming, very understanding. Yeah. yeah. And and you'll know right away if if they're trying to scam you for money yeah. or if it sounds like you're buying a used car, probably right. you should find somewhere else. Yeah. Most of them yeah. are like, come on in. Most of them will give you like a free week. Of come course. on in, bring yeah. your family. Like good they, business. Well,
2: because yes. they know that
1: if they're putting out a good product, the money's going to come. Gonna. You don't have to yeah. load that up front. And so, <laughs> right. if anyone out there that might be hesitant or intimidated to go out and look, thinking they are all these just big badass crazy people, it is usually little little families out there, and they really yeah. take care of each other. And, and it's just, yeah great it, great community so don't it, be afraid to try it out don't
0: don't find the guy who teaches spin class at 11 in the martial arts at noon and then spin a class, yeah, right? yeah. So don't yeah. do that go yeah, go seek don't. seek someone yeah. who does this every hour of the day
1: yeah. well and most yeah. of us have a friend that's into it or something you know really um, I love when people ask me, hey, I'm going to buy my first handgun. What should I do? You know, because yeah. a lot of people say, oh, you only buy a Glock 19. Yeah. Everything else yeah. sucks. Or you only buy this? And my advice is, listen, if you have the ability, the best way is to go to an indoor range that rents handguns. Yes. And then and try them the out. Ones. See what feels good in your hand. Yeah. You got to get that good handshake. Yeah. Whatever caliber is, is good for you, you know. Yeah. Don't get married to one thing because your buddy said only HKs, you know, they're yeah. the best. And it's the same with martial arts. You know, yeah. don't get married to it. Go out, try it, figure it out. And yeah. But definitely, if you have somebody in your life that's in the industry, hit them up and say, hey, I think yeah. I'm interested in this. Maybe could you come with me to see if this class is legit? Because I don't know. I've gone yeah. many a times to gun stores with people because they're afraid the salesman's going to push something on them. And it happens.
3: Yeah. And it, it happens. happens. And, and let's be honest, most gun shops, are intimidating fucking things. Oh, especially like if you're them.
1: not in the industry. Yeah, you're but like,
3: I am in the industry, and I hate going to gun shops because yeah. you know what? I don't fit the fucking mold. I don't wear five eleven pants. I don't wear a fucking. <laughs> I'm wearing this shirt because uh, Clint gave it to me, and it's one of his. It's one of the best shirts he makes. But it, I'm not a gun guy. I'm not a gun guy. So when you sit there and you're like, well, you know, you need to do this. I'm like, fuck you. I don't need to do shit. I need to pick up. I love
1: going into gun stores because to me, it's like an episode of Undercover Boss, man. I just go (laughs) in there and I play so stupid. Yep. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, maybe I should get a 38 or I just want to hear their spiel. And I never say anything. I just I love it. I love playing with them. And then sometimes when they're good people, I'll bond with them and chat and whatever. But uh,
3: how the fuck can they look at you? Yeah. okay first of all how can they look at you and not <laughs> already put one and one into just even just asking problem questions well clark i see you're here have you ever yeah. fired a firearm before if you sit there and you're like no <laughs> i i think okay
1: yeah well think, in
3: Harry, california tattooed. the
1: gun culture is weird they won't recognize yeah. it but like in arizona and yeah. phoenix yeah yeah. right away one of my favorite yeah, gun it. stores was ran by a british guy named simon and he pegged me right through the right door, away right yeah. through the yeah. door and we became yeah. great friends i mean i bought so many guns from that dude i love that's why i'm trying to move back to phoenix man i missed the yeah,
3: hello? Gun community get the fuck oh, i'm trying
1: man i'm Come trying on. i'm waiting for a guy to retire when that slot opens up i told my
3: boss that's mine i don't yeah. care if i'm the new guy damn wow. it i get phoenix listen if you want No offense, I'm sure he's a good guy, but I have no problem knocking on the door and pushing him down some stairs. I'm just joking, internet. I'm just kidding. Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of the internet, I I have a question (laughs) I want to ask that, uh, sure, we up our probability of getting booted off now. But um, it's kind of interesting, the timing of the book right now you know, I'd like to get your thoughts on there's this massive movement of demasculation of men, Um, you know, books like this, where you're honing your skills and you're getting back to that, that fighter instinct, you know, the warrior instinct, you know, what is your, what are your thoughts on the timing of the book and what's going on right now with the demasculation of men?
3: Well, okay. So I have two parts to this question. So, First of all, the demasculation and the pussification that we've had in the last however long is is a shame because of the fact that it was completely unnecessary. Now I was a man who was raised by women. I didn't have a father, I didn't have father figures, I except for some martial arts instructors, and that backfired a little bit. So So I don't know what being a man is. Okay, I, I, I. This is why I go into a tribe mentality because I believe that everybody in the tribe raises the children. That's the way it should be. Yeah. In my opinion, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I don't know what being a man is, but I know for sure what being a man isn't. If the man is deemed the provider and the protector, then they should be have the skills available to provide those things. Being a protector isn't always about. Fucking knives, guns, and fucking ninja skills. Being a protector is standing up in the face of adversity for your family, and that needs to be developed through your your upbringing. Now, there's twenty year old men who are lost. They don't know. They don't know what being a man is, or being, more importantly, being a protector, or a provider. They have no idea because they're they were not given the education on what that means so the demasculation of manhood i would i would go a little different view on it in my opinion is this the stripping of whatever your role is as a human being whatever role you feel most comfortable doing then you should educate yourself and empower yourself to be that person there are men and women and i have i have a real problem with segregation okay segregation is something that will always bother me because you maybe i like maybe i can't change a tire okay or maybe i i don't know how to drive a stick shift which i don't know how to drive a stick shift well somehow that makes me less of a man because i can't do that but yet i can go and kill you with a fucking spoon so which is which is the part of being a man and which isn't and my point is is that you can't say that one thing or another thing makes you a man what makes you a man is in our tradition is the ability to provide and protect those we love Hmm. if i am not that person i need to educate and i also need to surround myself with others who can teach me how to provide and how to uh protect and the problem is we're not we're either not allowing others in to educate, or we've demonized the fact that you should learn how to do it anyways. And the like gender. I don't give a fuck about gender. I don't give a shit or a fuck about whether you're a boy, or a girl, a man, a woman, a fucking yeah. tree. Yeah. Every one of us should be able to provide and protect the people we love. Yes. Regardless of whether you're a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, a fucking tree. Yep. you that's and so find out how to do that we're we're in you're in an ice storm if there's a person next to me in an ice storm and i know that they're just not educated in in how to chop wood or any of that my job is to go over and be like hey yes. tim sue hey um first of all let me help you with the fucking wood and secondly how about i let educate you on how to do it so that god forbid this happens again you have the ability to yeah. do it for yourself. Teach yep. a man
1: to fish, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. and that
3: takes a tribe, and that and a tribe does not fucking segregate. A tribe welcomes everybody because everybody has a place in this fucking planet. Well, you know, we need more of that,
1: man. We need more of that. What yeah. you just said is amazing.
3: Well, also too, if you think
0: about it on how they try to classify everything
3: and
1: bucket They're things, try to so. put everyone in boxes now. Exactly. exactly so you men know, and women and right. whites and blacks and everything. It's like no, we're all people, man. We don't yeah. need to be put in these little boxes i don't yep good people are good people everyone's welcome the only people i don't like are bad guys
3: is an asshole it It, it doesn't fucking matter Uh, so uh, if you if you bleed shit or cry differently than me then okay then maybe we should have a different uh (laughs) conversation (laughs) but But, since we all bleed shit and cry uh, the same uh, how the fuck am i why what makes me special what makes you special nobody's special
1: well, that's what – I'm sure you get a lot of that, and I did in my my younger days. The international travel really oh, yeah. made me love people. I loved yeah. – the first time I was – Japan was my first country that was really wow. different. You know, I dipped yeah. down to Tijuana to be a little weirdo, and I went up into yeah. Vancouver and had fun. But that really – you're still close to home. It didn't feel yeah. like a foreign sure. country. Yeah. When I was in Japan, I fell in love with it like, wow. I mean, just complete. But I fell in love with the people in every country I went to. I realized like what you're saying, we're all, what did Bruce Lee say? We're all one family under the stars. I mean, it's just, I love it. And I love people's differences, their language, the skin tone, the size, the food. I mean, it was so fascinating. Like, why do we all, it seems like, especially in America today, we're all trying to create like, one individual yeah one yeah or one and gender what the blend. Fuck is that why 1984? don't we appreciate each other's differences <laughs> wow. we should i love each other's and sometimes
3: we make fun of each other's differences it's okay well, to have a sense of humor about it yeah well and they, aren't we supposed to yes like, when did when did laughing at others yeah. not so much laughing at their expense but laughing to so sit there and make fun it's of something about it's camaraderie. I can't pronounce his last yeah. fucking name. Well
1: yeah, hey okay. Mr. Big Nose, get over here. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean it's just yeah. fun. It's it's good <laughs> yeah. spirited. Now, there's a mean way to deliver a message yeah. you can well, degrade. But that's people. an asshole.
3: It is. And an asshole. asshole it's exactly. an asshole. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Fuck no. the assholes.
1: It's not necessarily what you say. It's how you say how it. You what's say your it. intent? And what's the
3: intent behind it?
1: Exactly. A lot yeah. of that's yeah. bonding. You know, especially in a group oh, of yeah. alphas, yeah. it's yeah. you're constantly busting each other's yeah. chops.
3: And I well, and so even world. that word, right? that word alphas, right? When you hear alphas now, it's demonized. Oh,
1: alphas. yeah. It's bad. Oh, well,
3: but yeah. what's an alpha? An alpha is a, a protector. protector. Yeah,
1: that's 100%. It. And you can't yeah.
3: say that there's not women. Yes, Oh, well,
1: my mom yeah. was an alpha. I like you. I was raised by a mom. Exactly. I didn't have a dad. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. that's why the category
0: is what I was saying is, you know, you're, you're talking... Masculation or you know, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry be masculine, you're talking about feminism. you're talking about these movements, but realistically, if you break it down and why this book's important is let's just talk about strength and weakness and and you could go yeah. you could acquire strength, mental strength this physical strength this it doesn't it's it's agnostic. it doesn't matter yeah. what gender you are, it doesn't matter what color you are, it doesn't matter what religion you are. you no. have a choice to either be strong, physically and mentally yeah. or you could be cool. weak and that's why yeah. these books. Yes, and, and people like yourself out there, um, if you, you choose the strength, and and I think yeah. that's the good vibes, you know, message is yes. You, dude, don't sit there and say woe is me and and weak. There's resources out there. Better yourself. Go get strong. Stop fucking complaining, making excuses, yeah. pointing fingers. Yeah. Woe is yeah. me. Take personal responsibility and be a better person.
3: Yep, yeah. it's a, tr- a true fucking story, and. It and it because it's so simplistic as that, because it really is that simple, we have to complicate it because well fuck mm. if it's simple. I gotta fuck that up and yeah. and, and one plus one is two. No core math. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? So <laughs> yeah. So but but I think that the conversation, having the conversation, three men having a conversation, and hopefully these three men having a conversation will be the rock that will ripple in the water so that other human beings We'll be like, fuck yeah, okay, it is that simple. Maybe I should go do that. And wow, this Clint Emerson guy who I he's a fucking seal and, and a spy. He's not my 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 demographic. Okay, hold on a second. You got three retards talking about the fact that yeah, he is, and this book is for you mm-hmm. because you give a shit, because that's why you're listening to this, or you heard a snippet or a or a soundbite. Yes, it is for you. This book is for you. All these books are for you. This fucking podcast is for you and it doesn't matter cuz you know what? We don't fucking give a shit cuz you're not special.
2: Right.
3: Well, yeah. special maybe. Well, Clark he's a little special. Yeah. But that's only cuz <laughs> That's only because of some of the things he's done I've heard on other podcasts <laughs> and what he's done.
1: I have certain talents.
3: Yes. <laughs> I would just say, I just want to say that for those listening, he is a grand master at one thing. Yeah, it's true. It, it's it packing is... pallets. <laughs> it's true. I have a very
1: special skill that's just unparalleled. Oh, man.
3: Again, I'm not worthy. I'm not
2: worthy.
0: When, when they have policies around the man at, at packing pallets... You know, and not to bring hookers to help you. You know, yeah, hey, yeah, put in a
1: good word for me with Clint. When my specialty is of service, then I would be happy to be in his next book.
3: <laughs> a, you know, this would be the one thing where it would be 100 deadly skills, 100 deadly skills, 100 deadly skills. Books four is 101 deadly, right. deadly skills. We have
1: a special guest.
3: <laughs> There's an asterisk there. On page sixty-nine, <laughs> here we go.
1: Yes,
0: That's it. oh my God!
3: But
1: minute, I just need one page. That's it, all, man. Minute. Minute. it's a whole chapter. Just one page. Page. It's 69. written
3: in Thai.
0: <laughs> you know, half. Oh minute. my God! Got to
1: decode it. Yeah, got to decode it. it. Oh my God!
3: Hover <laughs> your phone. Take your phone. It's not a video because we can't let oh that no. be on video. No, you
1: can't make a video. <laughs> but no. it'll be like
3: in the movies where they, uh, where this cyber guy sit there and it says, "Mary had a little lamb," and then it scoops and it says. Meet me at four PM. <laughs> oh my god, Clint, if you're listening to this, come on, put some slides together. Well, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. I feel like his
0: chapter would have like a lot of black ink. You would be oh, like, yeah. redacted,
3: redacted, redacted. But that would be fun to sit there and, and hover the phone and it like illuminates.
1: Yeah, it decodes it in front of you. You gotta decodue yeah. oh Actually,
3: okay. I could see
0: Clark's chapter being a mad lib. You fill in the blanks. <laughs>
1: Oh God.
3: <laughs> oh Clint, I hope you do it. Oh that's, shit, awesome.
1: that's awesome, man. Love ah, it. what's well, awesome, Marcus? Listen, I appreciate your time. I love you so much. And and keep sending me those awesome video mess or the video messages and yeah. audio messages, man. They yeah. brighten up my day and yeah. Well, oh, I, I love an you, amazing Mark, guy. I got that. a big man crush on you. You're awesome, dude. Yeah.
3: Well, that's uh, listen. We spoon. You can be big spoon, loose spoon,
1: whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never say no. Yet. Hey, when I move back to Arizona, we're definitely linking up, man. It's oh, gonna be awesome. Buddy, I'm
3: gonna be at the fucking house so much. Your wife's gonna be like, "Is he back again?" <laughs> the daughter's gonna be like, "Look, Dad." <laughs> This guy's a fucking idiot.
1: Uh, <laughs> Uncle Marcus is at the door yeah. again, Dad. Yeah.
3: But but he told me that he could do something with a pen, so I learned it. And now uh, there's a principal that wants you to come and visit. There you go. <laughs> I right? love it. Like, Little Tommy daughter's... was being a dick. Yeah, yeah. my daughter's <laughs> crashing
1: dudes at school. Like, Marcus, yeah. dude, stop teaching her shit.
3: She's That's... a killer Why is now? This in his urethra? <laughs> 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 you know, my oh gosh. <laughs> oh, visual. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See. Oh, 100, 102 deadly skills yeah we got the yeah yeah another one yeah here we go yeah, <laughs> yeah. Digging it. No, I, I appreciate you guys you know asking to be you know listen man i i'm just a regular fucking dude and the fact that i get this opportunity to be able to bullshit with you guys if anybody's listening just remember that if i can get on a fucking dope show just by being a fucking real human being, then obviously there's hope for the fucking rest of the world. You know what I mean? Well, you're (laughs) a good
0: company because we're just a bunch of regular assholes, (laughs) too.
3: That's why I love you guys. Straight
0: up. And I mean that in the good sense. We're not real assholes. We're No, no, no. no, no. We're not
3: douchebag assholes. We're not douchebag assholes. We're fucking retarded assholes. Like the Dennis Leary song?
0: Uh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> on that note. On
3: that note.
1: That's awesome. Well, we love you, Marcus. Thank you so much, man. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to have you back on at some point, man. We want you to be a regular. You're wonderful. Yeah, for
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all for it. I'll never say no to you guys.
1: Vibe Tribe, go pick up the book. 100 Deadly Skills, the
0: Combat Edition. Yeah. Thanks. Take care, guys. We'll Take see you. <laughs>